Marhaba, and welcome to the Matrix Green Pill, where real people connect. Hello and welcome back to the Matrix Green Pill podcast. I am Hilmarie Hutchison and today I'm so excited to welcome Asim Rais as our guest to the podcast for this week. Asim is the co-founder and chief technology officer at Tech Reval. Asim started his career as a software engineer and through numerous roles in the industry, built his way up to co-founding his own venture. Welcome and thank you so much for joining me today, Asim. Thank you so much, Hilmarie, for having me on this podcast. So I have heard some episodes, so it is indeed a pleasure, and I'm looking forward to this conversation. Fantastic. I love it when I hear someone's listened to the episodes. That's fantastic. Without any further ado, Asim, could you please introduce yourself to our audience? Sure. So my name is Asim Raiz Siddiqui, and I grew up in Pakistan and got my engineering degree from the university. So by profession, I'm a software developer. And this is a degree where I learned software development, website development, computer programs, and problem-solving skills. I then went on to pursue my MBA, where I studied tech entrepreneurship, management, customer tactics, and some marketing stuff. So I started my career as a software developer, and then I thrived in my career as uh, the leader in the different domain in the different department. I worked as a BP software developer in the organization with the startups and some enterprises as well. So when I now look back at my life and see it as a series of events leading up to the manifestation of me becoming a founder. So it started as a young boy learning from my father, the grit and the resilience needed to uh, succeed in starting a business. Let's just step back. So you said you grew up in Pakistan and you got your education in uh, engineering, right? Yes, that is right. When you were growing up, what was your dream? What was it that you wanted to be when you grew up? So when I was growing up, always had a passion about the computer technology. And I was so obsessed when I used to see computers around me. And I was in secondary education, I guess, when I was first introduced with a computer. So I just loved the computer program, the way it used to work. And uh, then I used to go to my siblings and sometimes with my cousins, those who had computer by that time. I used to see them using computer and building lot of different computer programs, and they used to play computer games over there. So it was so fascinating for me to be uh, like touch that device and use something for my own. Then obviously, when I got into the computer engineering program, where I had some senior serious learning about problem solving and solution, this is where I developed my interest, and that is something where I was good at. So I think that was uh, the core building uh, towards uh, the tech level foundation, where I learned so much about the technology and I learned so much about the computer programs, and that actually helped me to shape my career in a way that it has been. You've always had a love for computers, so it was a natural progression for you to then go into that field yes. to become a software engineer. Then you, as you said, you have a lot of experience. You worked on a lot of different uh, software in a variety of ways. What then encouraged you to step out of the employee shoes and to work towards building your own business? I always had a passion for entrepreneurship. And even when I was working with other organizations as their employee, I always looked to add value to the work that I did. I always looked at things from a much bigger perspective than others. So the drive was always there. And the only thing I was waiting for was the right idea. And that happened with the tech level and it has continued since. It is like a bit of an interesting story. 
when it started off, I think it was five years ago when me and my partner, Abhi Raza, who is the co-founder and the CMO of the company. So we are both the same co-CEOs, but we just keep our domain to the marketing and the production. So it started like uh, five years ago and uh, we both were working in a different companies and not really happy with our job, not because our jobs were fulfilling or were not really giving us everything that an employee can possibly have. But the biggest problem which uh, that drove us against the wall most of the time was uh, so many companies that were after the short-term gains and they were just driving value for themselves. So this is the value and this is the problem which we uh, saw throughout so this is where we decided to like step out from the employee issue and do something for our own and this is what we wanted to do it is like an endless runner game or platformer where you can constantly face various hurdles and obstacles but in the end you actually made it to the scope like made it to the uh, final level so it was an interesting ride but yeah that triggered me to like uh, think about uh, something creating my own and this is where we decided to like build this company what I'm hearing you saying is that you had a fulfilling job, you enjoyed what you were doing, but there were limitations to being an employee and you could see more potential if you were to be your own boss, if you were to create your own path. Is that right? That is right. So then you decided, of course, your background was in technology and in the tech space. So then you decided to go down that path. Let's talk a bit about that, exactly what it is that you then created. It happened in a way like only the story a bit, but like there is one side of uh, incident. Of course, like you have been through with a with lot of success and failures in your life. So I had worked for the app development company for more than 10 years. And then uh, the company I used to work for, they found themselves in the middle of the crisis and they decided to shut down. So we were already in talks, uh, me and Abir. So like uh, and that incident happened and the company decided to shut down with another 5,000 employees. I got jobless and I did not appreciate the feeling of hopeless uh, and uh, uncertainty about my future career. So this is where I decided to like create this company. There were a lot of thoughts behind, but at the same time, there was a nervousness. There was a fear of failing as well. So just because I was from the very decent background, so the mentality of this scarcity was always a problem problem for us. So we started this company with the 1000 investment only. But yes, we had trust on our abilities and our capabilities that uh, whenever we get into this, then we should be able to build something that we really want to do. So we started this company with two people only. And right now there are more than 300 people working for us. So this is kind of uh, achievement, which we think uh, has come with a lot of sacrifices at the same time. But uh, yes, the previous experience and the passion for the technology really helped us to like create that kind of atmosphere and the company which uh, everybody loves to work with. So your company that you were worth, 5,000 employees, did you say? Yes. That company shut down pretty much overnight. It was not a gradual progression. Exactly. So like the news broke on the TV, television and there was some, they were involved in some sort of like scam at that moment. So we are all of a sudden everything just got shut down and i was like jobless for the next five months so it was like really a difficult for me just because like i was the only breadwinner owner of my family and of course that came with a lot of stressful situation at the same time so it was really hard broke situation by that time so i had to like uh, myself from that position to the position where i am right now so that situation actually helped me to be more resilient about my future and uh, that gives me a 
lot of encouragement at the same time that, okay, you can fall if you have understood that as an employee, you can achieve all the success. So, and it can go away in just one moment. So I realized by that time. So that really helped me to be a better person and have that resiliency in myself. What a scary thing to go through, to have a secure job, to have a good job, to have a job you're enjoying, to be part of a successful company, and suddenly, overnight, it goes away. As you say, what a shock, and then to adjust to that, and then you're not ready for to replace that because you weren't looking. So certainly a, a tough position to be in. I think it was Amir that I was thinking about when I said earlier about, you know, because I know he was in a good job, he was settled, and he made the choice to leave that almost comfort to take on this, um, to be an entrepreneur, whereas your situation was a, a little bit different. As you say, these kinds of experiences is what makes us uh, resilient and prepares us for what comes in the future. Some difficult moments, but then creating your own company. You mentioned you started out with the two of you and you've grown to 300. What time period are we talking about? So we are talking about five years only. If I tell you a little bit about the company, so it is basically a technology solution company where like, we try to help businesses to transform, innovate and disrupt at the same time. It is like in a layman time, it is like one-stop shop for all the technological needs. So it is maybe it's a software development or if you need any smartphone application or maybe a website project, CRM, ERPs, and sometimes we have delivered a solution with NFT in the metaverse and blockchain space as well. So yes, uh, we have like around more than 300 people working for us from the different offices in Pakistan, USA, Ukraine, and Middle East as well. And recently, we have been recognized with the Inc. 5000 fastest Ahmed company. So we were ranked 769. So it is indeed like the proudest moment, of course. And then we have been awarded with a lot of excellence awards you know, from Fast Company, Clutch, and some other digital uh, valuations as well. In a very simple terms, anything that comes under the digital space, that's for the tech level. And we built this company in just five years. Congratulations on that recognition as well. That is something to have achieved in such a short time. It's absolutely brilliant. Now, having had success in such a short time, do you think there is some sort of formula or pattern to being successful or to becoming a successful entrepreneur? I think there is no one formula or the pattern for becoming a successful entrepreneur. Successful entrepreneur comes from all walk of life and have different backgrounds skills and experiences. However, there are certain qualities and characteristics that are common among the successful entrepreneurs. For me, such as like the number one is the passion. The successful entrepreneurs are passionate about their businesses and are driven to achieve their goals. So I was so much obsessed about uh, the technology. So I had that passion. So I always wanted to do something in the technology. And that's why that was an important characteristic for me. But I feel like there are a few more like persistence, maybe the flexibility, risk-taking ability. Sometimes uh, the people are more creative as compared to others. Some have like really good leadership skills. Few are really good in the networking space, there are like a lot of characteristics and I don't think there's any one fixed formula to being a successful entrepreneur. So if you had somebody come to you, and I know you have this really all the time, somebody who 
wants to go out on their own, who's thinking of, of creating a startup, who wants to be an entrepreneur, is in their comfort zone in a job right now. What advice would you give them before starting out as an entrepreneur? This is what I do most of the time nowadays. So you have an opportunity to change lives or have an idea for a product or service that has the potential to make a huge impact. Go for it. Nothing is stopping you. You have full control over your destiny. And you can call the shots and make a decision that ultimately determine the success or failure of your business. So nobody will get you in your way or your vision. Just don't take business as an opportunity to mint more money. Yes, that is a good payoff. But if you are looking for that, I think you are just limiting your ability to take risks, which is essential towards being an entrepreneur. If you think from the bigger perspective and if you look around, entrepreneurs are innovators. Think of all the new technologies and the ideas that have come to life over the past few years. Those are all once just an idea, but amazing entrepreneurs brought those ideas to the life. So this is what I feel about uh, whenever I give an advice to any entrepreneur or an aspirational techie, I think they just need to go for that. They should not be holding themselves. I love what you've just said. So if you've got an idea that's going to change lives, something that's going to make an impact, then go for it. But if money is your only driver, this might not be the right time to become an entrepreneur. You need to have a why and your why can't be money. Is that what you're saying? Absolutely. That is right. As I said, even I started with my company with $1,000 only and it was not uh, really difficult. But at the same time, the people who are from that background, they actually know the value and the worth of that $1,000. Even though when you are doing your full-time job and then you are spending some of your money to like create something your own. So it takes a lot of effort and the time as well, some commitment, some the resilient efforts, but it happens if you are committed to that and if you are totally in that. So, yes, I think that is totally right. I just want to go back to what you said earlier. You had mentioned that some of the the areas that you have been supporting companies in has been in blockchain. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us a little bit about that or explain a little bit about blockchain for our audience who's still not sure exactly what that is? Sure, sure. So blockchain is basically one of the recent technology. It is not basically a very latest technology. It's been there for the last uh, one decade, but nobody picked it up unless the cryptocurrencies and some uh, like the Bitcoin was introduced. So everybody got like uh, involved with the blockchain technology. So blockchain is basically an underlying technology for all the cryptocurrencies, NFT, that kind of stuff. So I always love this technology because it has so much potential in terms of transparency, in terms of other solid foundation of the databases and at the same time uh, the information that cannot be tampered at any stage where at the world we are where we are living at the moment and we are so much concerned about the security about our data and uh, data manipulation as well so the blockchain like comes up with a lot of solutions and it is like the kind of technology that has inspired me a lot and um, it is being picked up by every big organization, even the governments are now involved with the blockchain technology just because of uh, the kind of architecture and the kind of uh, solidity it actually brings with the technology side. So yeah, it was there for the last 10 years. It is just nobody thought about it unless the Bitcoin got some uh, fame and then people started inquiring about the underlying technologies. So I'm really excited about this technology and I see a lot of potential throughout and uh, it's going to take a lot of side that the problem which we see in the digital world right now it is going to be exciting uh, 
future with the blockchain for sure. It sounds really exciting. It's not slowing down and there's more and more applications that people can see how they can use the blockchain. And as you say, for security, for transparency, it definitely is um, something to look out for and it's going to have a big impact in everyone's lives uh, going forward. Very exciting. Let's face it, it's not always easy to start a business. It's not all plain sailing. Can you share uh, some of the challenges or some of the experiences you had in starting up your own company? Whenever you start a company, if you are a co-founder, you kind of have to do pretty much everything, especially when you start from scratch. Like I have fixed network cables and hardware installations, maybe the Windows installation on the computer sometime, then play some HR role sometime and admin, pretty much everything which you actually think of as a start. There were a few serious problems and the challenges which I have faced, like um, maybe it could be payment, uh, the bank account got frozen in the start of the problem on the very first year just because it was access from the Pakistan and it was not really, the paper just frozen our account for no reason and all our money got stuck in that and they thought like it was going to be released in the next six months. So we were like really stunned by that time, like what should we do next and uh, the biggest challenge uh, which i faced um, in my entrepreneurial journey and which i never thought about is basically the people who can buy into your vision and sort of connect to a level where it becomes their vision so it is like really hard for to create that atmosphere and we're struggling with it at the moment but uh, we never thought about that and that challenge actually gave us a lot of insight like even though before the company like i used to build a team for the other organization and i always had like i always led a very big teams of around 50 people 100 people before that but when i started my own thing then i found this really difficult to like get the good people around us and like create that kind of culture and the atmosphere where they totally buy in into your vision so it really takes a lot of effort and it is the most challenging part of the initial stages of any startup or any business. I think that's a very valuable point. As you say, getting the people that's got the same mindset, the people that have the same outlook, who want to be part of the culture that you're trying to create, that is hard to get, hard to find people that's got the right fit. And then to grow. I mean, especially with you guys, you've grown so far, so big, so quickly. It must be a really big challenge. So thank you for sharing that with us. And I'm sure our audience listening will understand that and they'll be nodding their heads. Yes, yes, they understand those kinds of problems as well. Thank you so much, Asim, for, for sharing your journey with us so far. You've done fantastically well. We're looking forward to seeing what comes next. But for now, that's the end of the traditional questions. Now we've come to the segment of our show where I'll ask you some rapid fire questions. So our version of a game show. And since you've listened to the podcast, you knew that was coming, right? Yeah, I know. So what is your favorite time of day? Morning, just because like uh, really, you are fresh by that time and I get like around 45 minutes for myself in, in every morning where I try to read something really useful for myself and sometimes I do meditate as well. So yeah, it is important time for me. Are you a 5 a.m. type of guy? Not 5 a.m., but the yeah, 9 a.m. guy. What is one thing you cannot live without? I think uh, my... Curiosity about learning uh, the new tech stuff all the time. So whenever I think uh, there is something new, I should be just jumping on immediately. So like right now, I'm playing with Chat GPT. It is has like taken uh, all the internet, and so like uh, it is crazy, and I'm just learning that stuff. Do you think you could go for 24 hours without your phone or your laptop? I don't think so. The computer, like the my MacBook and my 
smartphone is something where which I keep like around 16 to 18 hours with me myself. So I yeah, it is really hard to be separated from my computer. Okay, thank you, honest answer. Who is your biggest inspiration? My father, of course. He was like uh, the mentor, inspiration, everything for me. He's not here like. He has passed away, but yeah, he has given me so much. So whatever I am right now, it is just because of his uh, resilience and the great um, learning that actually made me a good person. Oh, that's lovely. And sorry to hear that he has passed. That's, you see, you're very young to have lost your father already. So I'm, I'm sorry about that. But wonderful that he was uh, your inspiration. That's beautiful. My last uh, game show question. What is one thing you do every day, no matter how busy you get? It is the learning time for myself. Uh, I always dedicate 45 minutes for myself only. So I just locked up in my room when I uh, just land into the office. And uh, I just try to like learn something new. I read some blogs, sometimes books as well. But mostly it's internet blogs where I go to the different website and try to learn what is happening in the tech space mostly. So it gives me a lot of uh, information. At the same time, it helps me to like being uh, on the top of the technology and being myself aligned with all the recent trends. So I'm always uh, getting that knowledge. That is a requirement of my job role, of course, because you have to be the smartest person as a technical person in the company. But at the same time, you have to have the knowledge of everything that is happening in this space. Sure. So continuously learning. I think that is very valuable. Thank you very much for playing along. That was pretty easy. You did well. Before we wrap up, we'd like to do our green pool moment. So if you took the green pill to go back in time and change one thing about your journey, what would it be? I think uh, I would have thought a lot bigger than from the day one. So like as I mentioned, I started from the mindset of scarce for me and right, it has been a problem for me always. It has always been an issue and problem when I'm thinking about selling something. I'm like, let me try to sell something cheap because that is what people buy. But yeah, but the same effort goes actually selling something expensive that is goes into the selling something cheap. So that is which I want to like fix uh, the next time, which I when I go back and start something from the beginning. So I know like it's going to take the same effort to sell one uh, basic website to what I sell as a complex website. So I would have thought bigger and I would start something bigger. I love that response. That's incredible. So don't have a scarcity mindset. Yes. Think bigger. Think bigger. Thank you so much, Asim, for sharing that um, that insight with us and for taking the time to be here with me on the Matrix Green Pool today and for sharing your fascinating story with us. I'm sure our listeners will enjoy this conversation as much as I have and will learn from your incredible journey. Before we part ways, could you please tell our listeners where they can find and follow you? And we'll also put this in the show notes. Sure. So they can reach me out to my email, asim at techlevel.com. And you can even Google me, asim Siddiqui, then you will find a lot of information about me and all the social channels as well. So it is really easy to find me and uh, reach out to me. Thank you again. It's been lovely to have you on the show. I wish you all the very best and we're following your journey as well as the journey of Tech Revolve as it continues to grow. Thank you again. Thanks very much. If you enjoy our conversations, please like and subscribe. See you next Wednesday.